Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Amen. Are you blessed to be in church this morning? It's a beautiful Sunday morning. And I believe that the Lord is going to be with us. Amen. We were out of town for a few days. Visited the Holy Land. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The Lord has been good to us. And we thank God that we are back. And uh, it's been a blessed time. So I bring you blessings from Israel. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can we take our memory verse? Can we stand and take our memory verse for today? Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. John chapter 8 and verse 12. John chapter 8, verse 12. Can we take it together? Ready, go. Then speak Jesus again. Oh, sorry. We needed to take the address. Okay. Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. I think this one is straightforward. Yeah, but let's take it again. Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then spake Jesus unto, again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth after me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. Okay, can we take it one last time? One last time. Okay, let's take it. Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. Wow. Okay, can we take it off now? All right, let's take it off. Ready, go. John chapter 8, verse 12. Then speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness but shall have the light of life. John chapter 8, verse 12. Hallelujah. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for this morning. We are so grateful for another opportunity to be in your presence. We pray, O oh God, let your perfect will be done in our lives. Guide us into all truth. Holy Spirit, have your way. Let no one be the same. We pray for salvation, O oh God. That is the most important thing. We bless you, Father. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. 
God bless you. Please be seated and turn with me to John chapter 3. John chapter 3. I want to read from verse 1. Um, if you want to join me also, I think it would be great. John chapter 3 verse 1. Ready, go. There was a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi, we know that thou art a teacher come from God. For no man can do these miracles that thou doest, except God be with him. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Verse 7, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Amen. So this morning, um, um, taking my sermon from that verse, you must be born again. You must be born again. Tell somebody, you must be born again. Tell another person, you must be born again. And tell a third person, you must be born again. Amen. I had to read this scripture for you because some people think that uh, the term born again is a charismatic term. Yeah, it's like, pardon, born again churches. That's what they describe charismatic churches because it's like we are the ones who say that you must be born again and all that. So anytime we hear born again, then it's like, ah, it's these people. You see, but I want you to know that it is not something which is a Christian saying, uh, a charismatic saying, but it is Jesus who said it. Right there in John chapter 3, a man named Nicodemus came to see him. The Bible says he was a ruler of the Jews. This is somebody who is a main person in church, not a, a simple person, you know. And the Bible says that when he came to Jesus, Jesus told him, you must be born again. You must be born again. And so you realize that it is something that Jesus himself said. It is not something that we are saying. And unless you are using, I don't know which Bible you are using, but whichever Bible you are using, John 3.3 is in your Bible. If I check right now <laughs> and underline it, it is... In the Bible, it is Jesus who said it. You must be born again. Tell somebody, Jesus said it. What did Jesus say? Amen. You know, last week I was telling you uh, about the miracle of salvation and what it means, the fact that you are forgiven and the fact that your sins are wiped away and the fact that 
God loves you in spite of all your problems and everything. You see, but all these things are just to let you know that there is something basic that you must do, which is that you must be born again. You know, so when you read the Bible, Jesus had uh, conversations with people, private conversations, and this is one of them. It's not something that happened uh, in an open place. So it is something we need to take very seriously because you will find out that sometimes when some things which are very important, you just want to discuss privately with somebody. Two by two, one on one, me and you. Charlie, two man. This might be two man. One more two. So it's something very important. And, and when Nicodemus came and Jesus said to him, he, he was very surprised. He was very surprised because I think that he's never heard it before. You see, which is also our concern that you can easily arrive in heaven and it's like you've never heard before that you must be born again. And they tell you that, Charlie, you know what? The thing is right there in the Bible. You didn't do it. So go. Go to hell. Last week I was telling some people that you know how some people like to quarrel and fight. There's a particular group in, in Ghana. They, they, they love to quarrel. Almost everything is like a quarrel. Even when they are greeting you, it's like a quarrel. Well, good morning. You know, there is, there's a setting you know, and everything about it. You see, and, and please don't take anything personal. There are a lot of guns here. Even our bishop is a gun, so I mean. But I remember one brother telling us that his own father, he went to preach to his father. He told his father he must be born again. And then the father was saying that, why? He doesn't want to say. He told the father, if he's not born again, he'll go to hell. And the father said, where? Me and you earlier. This one too has become this day. Me and you earlier. And then he said, he said to the guy, he said, What? Me can't show up here. He shall have here Peter Peter. You know how they say the Peter. Yeah. Peter. Peter came here earlier. Mark the Peter. Le moya earlier. Le moya earlier. Hey! You are taking the quarrel to heaven too. No. If there's something that is being said, you have to do it here, now. It's here. <laughs> anyway, I'm preaching from Bishop's book, The Greater Love. I'm talking about born again. Okay, so, now, why was Nicodemus surprised? Because he, he felt that he's been doing certain things, or he's done some things that should earn him uh, the right to enter heaven. But the Bible says that Except you are born again, you cannot even see heaven. John 3, 3. And then verse 5 says that except you are born of the water and of the spirit, you cannot enter. So first of all, you can't see. And secondly, you will not enter. So you even get to see the heaven. 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 You don't even see to go and quarrel with Peter. Easy. And then secondly, you are not going to enter. So why was Nicodemus surprised? There's a few reasons I'll share with you. And uh, these are maybe reasons why or re- the things that are not the same as being born again. 
Okay, so number one, admiring miracles is not the same as being born again. Nicodemus came to Jesus, and the Bible says that he came to him by night, and then he was say, saying to him in verse 2, he said, wow, you are great. You are powerful. You can do miracles. For you are great. You do miracles so great. There is no one else like you. Oh, there is no one else like you. For you are great. This is Jesus. Um, Nicodemus singing to Jesus. So great. There is no one else like you. There is no one else like you. You know, as he kept going on, Jesus said, hey, 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 listen. Jesus even didn't comment on the miracle that he's talking about, all these things. Jesus went straight to the point. He said, listen, <laughs> it's not about my miracles. Though. It's about being born again. It's about giving your life to Jesus Christ, allowing the Spirit of God to work on you to be a different kind of person. Because he thought that being born again meant that you would go into your mother's stomach and come out again. But that's not possible. But we're talking about your spirit being born again. And that's the work of the Holy Spirit. When you surrender your life to Jesus, the Holy Spirit begins to work on you. And you are renewed. You become a new man. So, admiring miracles, it's not the same as being born again. There are a lot of people, they admire miracles. When they see great men of God doing things, they are very excited. But beloved, I am, I am I'm sorry to tell you that you, you must be born again. You are not born again by just admiring the miracles. So Jesus said, marvel not. Don't be surprised. Even though you admire my miracles, don't be surprised that I'm telling you, you must be born again. Number two. Because I have just five minutes to close. Befriending a man of God is not the same as being born again. Yeah. Because he went close to him. I'm sure he wanted him to be his friend. Charlie Fatima, how? You know, me too, I'll be ruler. Where you two will be Jesus. So how? We have something, come on, make we be friends. You know. So I'm sure he wanted to have some kind of this thing with Jesus so that every time he can be visiting him. And, but Jesus said to him, marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. A lot of people have men of God as their friends. So many people, you have them, I mean, you have their phone numbers, you can call them at any time. But it doesn't make you born again. Born again is not by association to a man of God you know, and you don't become boys like osmosis. Something will just be transferred from somebody to you. No, you yourself, you must take the decision to give your life to Jesus and be born again. It's a personal thing. Oh, yeah. And Jesus didn't waste time at all. He, he, he gave it to him. Number three, giving money to a church is not the same as being born again. People like to give money. Sometimes when somebody is going to church, have you heard that thing before? They will give you money. Oh. Okwa, Jemisike, Fama, Asore, Mami, why? Or something like that. And, and the mind is that once I'm giving money to the church, I'm born again. Or 
some people buy things for the church, which is a good thing. I, I will not, I will encourage you, support the church. God likes you. God loves you when you support the church. Buy things. When you go to some churches, you find that pews, they have written names of people donated by this person. And it's great. I, I will encourage you. We need a lot of things. You know, our chairs up there, up there, the first destiny. You see, we put chairs there. Somebody bought it. A church member bought it. Yeah. He said, I want to put chairs up there. Those chairs up there. Beautiful. First floor. It's beautiful. So God bless him. It's a good thing. I want to encourage it. Let's do it. But I'll be sad if this brother, after doing this, is not born again. It's not the same. It's not the same. After you bought these chairs for us, then that means that heavy air. No. <laughs> you are making a big mistake. It's not a ticket to heaven at all. Hey. The only thing that gives you access to heaven is the blood of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. If you are not washed by the blood of Jesus, you cannot make it to heaven. So please, giving things to the church, giving money to the church is good, but it cannot qualify you to heaven. Number four, joining a church is not the same as being born again. I'm just reading from Bishop's book. You know. And um, joining the church is not the same. Because you see, it's not like Accra has of folk. Or Asante Kotoko. Or uh, um, Old Boys Association. Kweu Obomi Kweu Obomi What did they call it? Students Union. Or Wegehe Old Girls. Muba. No, 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 no. Church, it's not about joining. Yeah, it's about a relationship. You can be here, you see, just as when I go and stand in the garage. I can be in the garage and say I'm a car. I am still not a car. Because the fact that I'm standing in the garage doesn't make me a car. No, and I can be there one million years still. I will never change it to a car. In the same way, who is taking my sound? Hey, you're one. You must be born again. <laughs> I can't come and start in the church and say that once I'm in the church, I've joined the church, I'm born again. No. So Nicodemus may be in the church, but he's not born again. You see, and Jesus, this private thing opens our eyes to things that we can't see. Because I'm sure if anybody saw Nicodemus, I'm sure a Pharisee, a great man moving around straight away, you just conclude that, oh, this one, dear, Igbami, uh, he's in a comfortable lead. <laughs> but Jesus put it straight to him. Don't be deceived by this apparent whatever that everybody thinks that you are this because you come to church. Listen, it's between you and me. Between you and I, you know that you are not. Even though you are, you are in the church, your name is in the register. You, you, your name being in the church's register doesn't guarantee you're going to heaven. There is another book in Revelation chapter 20 from verse 11 to 15 which is called the Lamb's Book of Life. That is the book that your name must be in. When you are born again, your name will be put in that book. Once your name is in that book, when you arrive, 
Peter will look at you and say, Oh, your name is here. Come and pass. That way, you don't need to say, earlier. Me, I know that my name is there and I'm going. Hallelujah. Amen. Beautiful. Number five, playing a role in church is not the same as being born again. Yeah. Choristers. Yeah. Let me say it to you because you are the people who stand in front. Everybody sees you. And as you are singing, take me back. Take. You have to go to heaven. It shouldn't be that you are singing, take me back, all these things, and then you are not there. Somebody said that there will be three surprises in heaven. Surprise number one is that the people you thought would be there, they will not be there. What a surprise. Surprise number two is that the people you thought will not make it. Before you realize, where? You two, you are here. Yeah. But the third surprise is that you will be there. Yeah. Oh, do you like number three? Can you imagine that people you thought would be there, they are not there. You look around, and then you are there. Oh, but I believe you are making it to heaven in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Right. And then, number... So, playing a role, that's what we said. So, even the people we said should join committee, please, the committee is a program at the Good Friday Independence Square. It's not the... It's not a program to go to heaven. So it's just something you have to do as you are in church. Also do something. Aquaba ladies, see all these nice ladies. Beautiful. You can join them. The choristers, you can join them. The ashes who are ashen, you can join them. But it is not the guarantee or the ticket to have or passport. Thank you. Who said passport? God bless you. God bless you. It's not passport to heaven. Amen. Amen. Ah, where are we? I was, you know, one time I, I went for a program recently at a church. And when I was preaching, no, in fact, when I got there, it's a musical program. And they said that some people were coming to sing and all that. But when I got there, the program started so late. And I told them I had to go somewhere. I can't stay. They said, okay, you do your preaching. And then when you finish, you can leave. Then the music ministration can also start. I said, okay. So I preached. Lo and behold, the people who had come to sing to the people to be when I made the altar call, they lifted up their hands. They, 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 they were the first people to come. I said, Hey, you will be thinking that they are playing a role, they are in the church singing, they will be already born again. They were not, they were not. Amen. Anyway, number six, praying every the same as being born again. Praying every day. There are some people that can pray. Praying. Praying. My mother is a very prayerful woman. Very prayerful woman. I've always seen her praying. You know that. You know, ever since I, I, I knew her. <laughs> yeah. But I remember when I heard the message of being born again, I, I, I went to my mother and I said, I, I know you to be a prayerful woman. I see you praying all the time. You've made us pray every time. You go to church and everything. But I don't know. I'll be sad to arrive in heaven and then you are not there. You know, I don't know what this whole thing means. But I think that if it just means that you just do it so that in addition to all that you are doing, you make it to heaven. My mother said, okay, I mean, 
She also didn't know what I was, what I did. Okay. I mean, if that's what it means, let's do it. Yeah. I was very happy. I prayed with her to give her life to Christ. Yeah. She just prayed. She said, you do it. You know, she said, I should pray. I'll pray. I'll pray. Even though I go to church and business, I'll pray. You know, and she did. You see, so maybe you are also a prayerful person. You assume that once I pray, that's it. You see, and sometimes you may say that, oh, but God answers my prayer. Which is good. It's true because even the Bible says that the rain falls on both the good and the evil. So God doesn't really discriminate when it comes to that and all. But when it comes to this side of what you have to do, you have to, you have to do it. So marvel not that I'm saying to you, oh, prayerful brother, prayerful sister, you must be born again. Number seven, reading the Bible every day is not the same as being born again. People read the Bible every day. Even they preach it. But they themselves, they are not born again. Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Have you surrendered your heart to Jesus to be born again? Very important. Read your Bible. Pray every day. It's a song we sing. But it's good. You see, it, that, that one is, is great if you, after you have given your life to Christ, then you, you embark on that. Yeah. Read your Bible. Pray every day. Pray every day. Pray every day. Read your Bible. Pray every day if you want to grow. Matthew 23 from verse 1. You know, in those days, those people, they knew the Bible. Yeah, and I'm sure Jesus, he knew that this man, he knows the Bible very well. But you see, the fact that you know the Bible doesn't mean that you're not born. Then spake Jesus to the multitude and his disciples. Verse 2, saying, the scribes and the Pharisees, they sit in Moses' seat. Yeah, verse 3. It says that all therefore whatsoever they bid you observe, that observe and do, but do not ye after their ways, for they say and they do not. <laughs> they know the thing. They sit in Moses' seat. They know things. They know the Bible. The seat of Moses. Charlie, you must be very great. But they are not doing the things. They just say it. So the fact that you know the Bible doesn't mean that you are born again. And there are prophecies, yes, in the Bible. Number eight, being baptized is not the same as being born again. Yeah. <laughs> Usually people get it wrong. The Bible says in, in Mark 16, 16, uh, he that is baptized, he that, is, um, he that believes and is baptized shall be saved. That's the order. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. So, you believe first before you are baptized. You don't, you don't become baptized before you believe. So you find in some places, children, babies are baptized. But the baby has not believed anything. That's why we do baby dedication. As was done for Jesus when he was a baby. He was taken to the temple and dedicated. And then when you are of age, like Jesus... You understand everything. Then you go to John the Baptist. Then he will baptize you in the Jordan River. Yeah. I had the privilege of being in the Jordan River. And I was also baptized in the Jordan River. I believe the heavens opened and the Holy Ghost came upon me. Hey! We went to the exact location where Jesus was baptized. And where, um, what's his name? Uh, Elijah opened the... 
the, the, the part of the Jordan and the, he and Elisha passed. I was standing there touching the water. I said, oh God, may, may things be parted in front of me. Hey, where's the Lord God of Elijah? But you must be born, you must be born again. Baptism is not it. Yeah. It's not it at all. It's not it. And also some people, they are sprinkled. That's also not the way it should be done. But baptism, it comes from the word baptizo, which means immersion. So you must be totally immersed in water. So if you just sprinkled water on you. Me, when I was a baby, they did the same thing for me. I was in a certain church, which starts with R. And they sprinkled water on me. But I wasn't born again. I mean, my life was just something else. You know, till I understood and I gave my life to Christ. Then I was baptized proper, proper. Yeah. So it's very important for us to understand this so that we don't make that mistake that one day we say, hey, are you sure? We are sure. You are not born again. You are not. You are not at all. But the fact that the water has been sprinkled on you, you are not. You are not. You see, and the whole idea is in Colossians chapter 2. Uh, I think verse 10. Um, you know, when you, when you are baptized, it says that and you are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power. Verse 11. In whom also you are circumcised with the circumcision made with our hands in the putting on of the body of the saints of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ. Verse 12. It says that buried with him in baptism, wherein also you are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God who raised him from the dead. So, when you give your life to Christ, now, sometimes you don't know what has happened. Well, you are the same and all that. So, the baptism is more like something symbolic that we are doing. We put you in the water, you are buried with him, and then when you come out of the water, you are also resurrected with him, and that is it. You are born again. That's what the baptism is about. But it's not that that is being born again. Amen. Otherwise, we'll pour water all over you. And still. Number nine, being confirmed in the church is not being born again. There are some churches that say confirmation. And this idea came because some people didn't want to do this water baptism thing. They said some bourgeoisies, they, I mean, when they look at themselves, to go and stand in the water. No, like uh, that guy, Naaman. They said, me, pa, I should go in that water. No. But this same Jordan, Jesus was in it. He went into it. But Naaman said, I don't like this water. Yeah. And if you go, yeah, Jordan. Eh? <laughs> when you go to the Jordan, when you look at it, it looks quite dirty. You may easily not want to go into it. Yeah. So I could understand Naaman, where he was coming from. <laughs> but Jesus did it. He said, let's fulfill all righteousness. You see, but the people didn't want to do it. And then, so that's where they introduced this thing about sprinkling and all that. Then later when you're of age, then they confirm you. But it's still not being born again. Number 10, taking Holy Communion is not the same as being born again. You can eat all the bread in Accra and drink all the wine. Still. It's not being born. Once again, it's a relationship. Yeah. Actually, the communion is supposed to be taken after you are born again. After you are born again, now you have a relationship with him. Now you can partake of the body and the blood of Jesus. But don't take it when you are not. Yeah. And some people were just taking it, joking with it. And Paul said to them, 
don't take it unworthily otherwise you will die and he said is the reason why many people are dying many people are sick it's because you don't give a certain this thing to the, the whole thing anybody at all then you are just hey, come and eat bread <laughs> you need to be born again number 11 being a Christ, being in a christian family doesn't mean you're born again hey you may be born into it but you see god doesn't have grandchildren <laughs> god only has children ah my father is a christian so me too i'm a christian by birth so my father so god son is my father and my I'm my father's son so i'm the grandchild of god no everybody becomes a child of god by being born again so being in a christian or oh, you have a christian name paul <laughs> or john or joseph the names we call christian names still doesn't make you born again let me add one more because we can't finish uh, um using christian jargon <laughs> it's not the same as being born again the thing you see is deeper than the things you say you know when we went to um we were on the sea of galilee there was this woman on the boat i think she's just trying to show us that she's also listening so they were they were playing a song and she didn't even know how to sing the song it's a normal song that we all say, I think, Amazing Grace or something. She was just singing. They said, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You see? <laughs> Saying those things. And, and the people, when you go to Israel, they do business. Oh, yeah, it's business. Because they are seeing that they are Christian. People who believe in such things. So they, they are doing their business. Oh, you, me, I, me, I don't believe in such things. But if you believe it, come, I'll say. If it's Hallelujah, you want me to say, I'll say. You see? And you see people, tall guides, they will take you around, show you here, show you. But they themselves, they are not born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When the song is sing, playing, she will say, Amen. You see that she doesn't know how to die, she will stop. Hallelujah. Oh, who are you deceiving? Hey, we have to close. Stand to your feet. Amen. grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Oh, I once was lost, but now I'm was blind but now I see this morning maybe somebody invited you to church this amazing grace that we are singing about is available to you also Jesus said except a man be born again he cannot see the kingdom of God except you be born of the water and of the spirit you cannot enter into the kingdom. Today, as I've been preaching, you look at yourself and realize that, really, if this is what it means, I'm not born again. A pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to make it to heaven one day. If you are here with every head bowed, with all eyes closed, 
you want to surrender your life to jesus he loves you he came to die for you so that you and i can make it to heaven if you're here like that just lift up your right hand wherever you are i'm going to pray with you god bless you i see your hand over there god bless you i see your hands god bless you today's a good day god bless you to give your life to christ oh many hands are going up god bless you god bless you god bless you you may have been confirmed you may have been baptized but you know that you are not born again lift up your hand god bless you i see many hands lifted god bless you if you have lifted up your hand please do one more thing can you move out of your seat and come to me right now come all the way my brother come my sister come clap for them as they come yes i'm found was blind was blind oh keep clapping for them as they come come from the back come to jesus keep coming from the side towards grace towards grace keep clapping for them as they come 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 to jesus come oh yes jesus is calling you you must be born again come come today is a good day to give your life to jesus god bless you how precious how precious yes yes god bless you that grace the hour i just believe hallelujah as soon as you believe jesus comes into your heart so today jesus is here hallelujah I want you to lift up your two oh god bless you lift up your two hands and let's pray it's a sign of surrender i'm going to join you i'll lead you in prayer repeat after me say lord jesus today i thank you for coming to die on the cross to save me from my sins please forgive me all my sins come into my heart make me a new person Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life from today. I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030 God richly bless you.